the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So both of the men in today's gospel were considered unclean according to Jewish law. So according to Jewish law, they're unclean, but Jesus makes all things clean. Right? That's who our Lord is. That's what God does. He makes all things clean. So the first one that we can look at is the leper. In today's gospel, he would be considered physically unclean according to Jewish law. Lepers, people with leprosy, so lepers during Jesus' time were required actually, because they were unclean, to shout out, unclean, unclean, when people would come near them. Right? It's because they were physically contagious. They had this physical, um, this, this, they were unclean because of their physical condition. And so the leper being physically unclean doesn't stop, right? He doesn't, doesn't stop him from approaching Jesus. He knows that he is unclean, but Jesus, he knows that Jesus makes all things clean. That's who Jesus is. And so he approaches Jesus with humility. He approaches Jesus with great trust and confidence that although he's unclean, that Lord, you will do something for me. I'm tired of being unclean. I hate being unclean. But you're Jesus, and you make all things clean. And so he approaches Jesus with, in his humility rather than, again, that embarrassment, that shame, and that Jewish law that's getting in the way of him approaching Jesus. He humbles himself, and he says, yes, technically, I am technically, by the law, unclean. But I'm going to Jesus. And he approaches Jesus. And then not only in his humility, but he has great trust. He trusts that Jesus will make him clean. We're told in the gospel, and then the leper approached, did Jesus homage, which means literally get to Jesus' feet, and said, Lord, if you wish, make me clean. So humility and trust. And of course, we know that Jesus, because of that man's humility and that trust, Jesus makes that man clean. So the leper, right, physically unclean. The second unclean person in the gospel is the centurion in today's gospel. He, too, is ritually unclean. And why we know that is because he's a Gentile. A Gentile is considered a non-Jew. So Jews are not supposed to be in contact with non-Jews. Because if you come in contact with them, you become unclean. Why? Is they're going to try to tell you about their teachings. And they're going to try to, um, you shouldn't even walk into their house. There's all these rules, according to the Mosaic law, of not being in contact with Gentiles. Not only is he a Gentile, he's a Roman Gentile. The Romans are the ones who are really oppressing the Jews during this time. Right? Not only oppressing, but he's a centurion, which means he's, of, he's in charge of 100 soldiers. So he's in charge of 100 soldiers to be against the Jews. And he's now approaching Jesus, who is a Jew. So technically, this man is ritually unclean, according to their laws. He knows he should not approach a Jew, like the leper. And so he's spiritually unclean, but he knows because he has humility, and he approaches Jesus with humility, and he approaches Jesus with great trust that, Lord, yes, I'm, I am ritually unclean. According to your rituals, I am unclean. But Jesus, you make all things clean. And why do we think he wasn't asking for himself, but believe it or not, by him approaching Jesus in trust and humility, there is this type of spiritual cleansing that, that needs to happen with the centurion. Right in his humility, Lord, my servant is lying home paralyzed, suffering dreadfully. I'm not worthy for you to enter under my roof. Again, lowering himself. So he's getting rid of his pride. He's getting rid of, I'm the most powerful person. I, I, I have power over the Jews. All this pride that could have been in him. He approaches Jesus with humility and with trust. 
He says, only say the words and my, my servant will be healed. And again, because of his humility and his great confidence in Jesus, he becomes clean. He becomes clean. And so we can learn a lot from these two men in today's gospel. Right? We, what can we learn? That it doesn't matter how unclean we are. Right? Because Jesus is saying today, yes, you're unclean. Not you're dirty, you're a piece of garbage, you're a piece of trash, get away from me, you're disgusting. But we are unclean. Right? The mere fact that we are in sin at times, venial or mortal sin, we become unclean. And Jesus is saying, don't allow that to stop you from approaching me. Approach me with humility, approach me with great trust, and I will make you clean. That's what I do. That's what Jesus does. So we have to approach him, right? And what are the ways, right? We know. What are the ways that we can approach Jesus if we really believe we're unclean, right? How do we approach Jesus for him to make us clean is through confession. We know that. By going to confession, right? When we go to confess our sins, we are approaching Jesus, not the priest. And we're saying, Lord, make me clean. Jesus, that's what you do. Make me clean. Cleanse me from my selfishness, from my anger, from my lust. Lord Jesus, make me clean. But sometimes we go to confession, we just rattle off a bunch of sins. Are we approaching the confession with great humility, not beating ourselves up with great humility and with great trust that Jesus, like these two men in today's gospel, you can make me clean. I can walk out of that confessional and never commit a mortal sin ever again. That's humility. That's trust. If we cooperate with the grace and the confession, we can be made clean 100%. Or do we just go to confession? Again, do we just go to feel better? Because if that's the case, that's rooted in us. That's not humility. That's rooted in me. I just need to hurry up. I got to get the sin off of me. I committed the sin. I just got to go to confession. Hurry up. I don't want to feel this way. I feel guilty. I feel shame. That's not humility and that's not trust. That's rooted in me. How are we approaching the confessional? Are we seeing Jesus on the other side? So that's in confession that we ask Jesus to make us clean. And then through the Eucharist, we too, we're saying to Jesus the same thing the centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy for you to enter under my roof, the roof of my soul. But only say the words and I shall, my, my soul will be healed. Again, that anger, that lust, we can be made clean as well. And besides approaching Jesus with humility and trust with our own uncleanliness, we must approach Jesus with humility and trust and ask Jesus to make others clean. We have the power as Catholics to pray and intercede for people. But first I must understand, first I'm unclean. I must admit that myself without beating myself up with humility and trust because then I can intercede for others and ask the Lord, Jesus, make others clean. That's a prayer. I think it's pretty amazing that we know nothing about this servant of the centurion. He could have been a sinner. He could have been a killer, a murderer, this and that. We're not told anything about him. But because of the centurion, who knew he was unclean, still approaching Jesus with trust and confidence, Jesus does him the favor, and we know nothing about his servant. Which means if we recognize our own uncleanliness in humility and in trust, then we too can bring healing to people that we know and don't know. To be made clean. Right? Who's the person that's most lost in my life? Which one of my friends is most lost right now? 
It could be a child, it could be a brother, it could be a sister, it could be a sibling, it could be a cousin, it could be a teacher, somebody I work with. And we can intercede for them. We could say, Jesus, I intercede for this person today and I pray for them. Lord, make them clean in the name of Jesus. But what do we usually do is we're picking out he's unclean, she's unclean, he's unclean, she's unclean. But what about me? It starts here. The recognition, I have to recognize it's here first. Then I can, I have power to pray for people to make clean. Or who's the person I cannot stand? Who's the person that I, I, just, I, I just cannot stand and, and is probably, I just makes my stomach turn? Who's my enemy? Rather than gossiping about them and keep bringing up the past and how they've hurt us, maybe I should be praying, Jesus, I intercede for this person right here, right now, and in your name, Jesus, make them clean. That's not judging them. That's not harsh. My prayer has power. That can help a person to change. Because if they're knowing you, I guarantee they're annoying a thousand other people too. But you can be the difference how they change and can stop being a burden on others. And lastly, I've been thinking a lot about how unclean last Sunday's Grammy Awards were. It was filled with dirt. Not that I watched it. And if you have, there's holy water in the back. Pour some in your eyes, please. It was a disaster. And I wanted to hate Sam Smith, and I wanted to hate Beyonce, and I wanted to hate all the people, and all the things I've been reading, and the satanic worship from the Grammys. But I've been praying lately that, Lord, that doesn't help anybody. But I've been praying, as silly as it sounds, Jesus, I intercede for Sam Smith today, and I pray, Lord, make him clean. Today, Lord Jesus, I intercede for Beyonce. Make her clean in your most precious name, Jesus. Lord Jesus, all the people who are playing today in the football game, all those players, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I intercede for them today, and I pray that all those players, all the people in the stadiums, all the people watching that Super Bowl, make them clean, Jesus. I may never know my, the fruits of my labor, but if it works for the centurion, why won't it work for me and you today? We have to have that confidence. We have to have that trust. We have to have that humility that I'm unclean, first and foremost. And then I can make others clean. They can come to Jesus rather than gossiping about them, judging them as I was scrolling through and seeing all this stuff from the Grammy Awards. We have two choices. One makes people clean and healed, and one doesn't. So, brothers and sisters, we'll just sit here for a minute, and we turn to our Lord, and we say, Lord, I'm unclean, but you make all things clean. And Lord, I know a lot of people who are unclean with no judgment, but they belong to you, Jesus, and you can make them clean. Amen? Amen.